Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. Hosted by the Missouri Training Institute, this is the Weekly Workplace. Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. With you again today, hello! <laughs> Missouri Training Institute, Dewey Thompson, Ray Lyon, and me, Brianna Larimer. Uh, we are excited to bring you a part two now. We are on the second part of a five-part series talking about our leadership lane. And uh, if you were with us last week, you may recall we talked about, about that idea of the blueprint, right? We've got to know um, what is it we want this to look like. And we can only do that through this element of self-awareness. And so if you haven't listened to that one, head back over and click on that one, listen to it first, and then uh, follow along where we are here today. Today, we're talking about building your firm foundation. And the idea is we kind of go into, again, why houses were on my mind, I don't know. <laughs> but as you go into this, you got your blueprint, and then you got to know, like, where are you pouring the concrete at? What is this going to look like? And so all of today, we're going to talk about vision, creating your vision as a leader. And so, again, I want to kind of throw this to you, uh, Dewey and Ray, on how did you all come about or go through this process when you considered your area of leadership and where you wanted to work and what your vision was? Well, it didn't happen overnight. I can tell Absolutely you that. Absolutely not. Right. It is one of those things that I think for me uh, personally, it was more of a kind of a start and stop, start, stop, start, stop kind of thing, you know. So as I kind of grew and as I kind of developed and um, got into an op, uh, a position where I could start to do some leader leading, um, you know, it, it, it just became very apparent to me that I needed to think about myself and what kind of a leader I wanted to be. Um, you know, to me, visions are about painting a very clear, vivid picture of a destination of some sort, right? Um, you know, where do you see yourself in the future? You know, they have a tendency to be future oriented. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, what does that destination look like? Just like you said with the house, you know, you gotta have to um, have a very clear picture of what you want that house to look like by the time you're done, mm -hmm. right? Because you got to do that before you can know how much concrete you're going to need or how much time you're going to need to build it and, and those kinds of things. I, uh, I, I, I think the vision is in the clouds, mm -hmm. meaning I think it's bigger than the concrete. Um, it's it's bigger than, you know, like it's bigger than the destination. I think it's kind of that ideal place. Just because I think, you know, for an individual leader, you know, if you're working on your individual vision statement, I think it's something that needs to hold you accountable within all of the areas of your life. So, I, you know, I think it's it's something that guides you. It's something that inspires you. It's something that motivates you. But I, I, I see it as a as an ideal and unique place. That's bigger than us. When I think about this and I think about kind of my my journey so far, you know, this has been a, a, a question I've often asked um, 
what would I want that vision to look like or what is it? And I guess I kind of wonder how tied into your values are or is this or can this be when we think about creating a vision? I think that's the only way it's sustainable Hmm. is that it has to tie into your values because at the core, um, that's who you are. Yeah. To me, it's the, those are the building blocks. Exactly. Um, of the vision. Right. And if, 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 if you don't have a true picture of your values, meaning, uh, you know, really your who, and those change depending on the circumstance in your life, then that's where we get the unsustainability. Hmm. Um, and inconsistency as a leader. Absolutely. I mean, if you've ever worked for an inconsistent leader, you know, one day it's this, another day it's that, and they're probably using different criteria, whatever you want to call it, values, criteria, whatever, to guide those different decisions. Um, and as a follower, you don't have you you can't trust that person then hmm. right because you never know where where it's going to go right but for leaders who are consistent they're using you know the, the thing about values is it's one thing to identify them it's another thing to use them and so you know leaders who are cons- <laughs> right yeah you know leaders who are consistent they not only have identified them but they use them to guide their decision making to guide their behavior and so they achieve a lot more consistency in that now i agree with ray that you know it, it comes to the idea of visions i think to, are big you know they're they're like she said they kind of live in the clouds but i think we also kind of disagree a little bit about um you, you know i i want to be able to i want to be able to achieve it Right. If I if it's too big for me, then I can really lose a lot of motivation trying to achieve it and never getting there. Right. Mm. Um, So I, I I like to think about it as that what I'm striving for. Will I will I get there? I hope I do. I hope I have some uh, um, really concrete things that I can kind of do to help me get there. But getting back to the idea of values, I think your visions are all about your values. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do they differ then? And we were talking a little bit about this before we went live. And, and let me just throw out there for our listeners. Um, I'm actually learning just, just as much as you might be in this episode. But when we think about this vision, I think a lot of times and what I've heard even from some our, of our participants is um, even maybe a, a misunderstanding or confusion between how do the mission, how does your mission, if you're like a leader of an organization, differ than your vision? Yeah. To me, your your vision is the why and your mission is the how. So personally, my vision is be a light to others. What I do in pursuit of that is my mission. Yeah. I mean, I think that the vision is the destination. I think it's what you're trying to create. It's that ideal um, future oriented place picture that you're trying to realize your mission. I would agree with Ray is, um, all about how you're going to, you know, what are the things that you do to get there? Right. Um, it's, it's the how, right. Is what you said. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember a a personal experience and I know I've shared it on this uh, show before on the podcast before and about encountering a hospital, um, Mm. custodian, it's a powerful story. Yeah. And, you know, he just, I asked him if he worked here and he said, yeah, I cure cancer. And I just thought, holy cow, you know, that, that, 
that vision that the CEO um, set for that organization touched every single person at every level. And, you know, what is his contribution to curing cancer, you know, and how does he influence the world in which he has within that circle? Um, Just kind of gave me direction toward that. Yeah. We've often even talked about um, folks like uh, Tom Shoes, you know. um, Yeah. I'm trying to, um, then his name is Blake, Blake, Blake there, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, but thinking about his vision, you know, and I didn't actually know that till you had taught me about it. Right. I, I knew the one for one approach mm-hmm. with Tom's shoes, but um, the idea of ending world poverty. Yeah. What a big uh, landing point. Right. Yeah. And um, it does seem very lofty. And I can see where, like hearing what Dewey had said earlier, that that could kind of become overwhelming if you're so focused on wanting like I really want to be able to achieve this um, I don't know I, what, what tips do you have as you think about the visions you've set for yourself and how you've gone about achieving those or have you yet I guess might even be a, a different question well, well I'm still in pursuit <laughs> yeah you know I, I, I think it depends I you know what your philosophy of that is because you know I can go through my whole day and, you know, laying my head on my pillow at night and ask myself, you know, how was I a light to others today? And, you know, there are some days I'm just like, nope, (laughs) didn't get out of my jammies, didn't, you know, didn't, didn't encounter the outside world. Um, You know, I'm not, not sure I did, but so I think, you know, it, it is, you know, as Dewey mentioned, kind of that point of, you know, how did I, do this today? How did I touch? But that's how I use it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have big goals, but they all fit. And I'm sure he would agree all align. Right. With, yeah, the yeah. vision. Absolutely. You know, for me, and I don't know if I've told this story on here or not, you know, my gosh, how many, how many episodes have we been doing now? This is 82. Yeah, okay. Wow. All right, so, uh, who knows what uh, number five I talked about. <laughs> um, but, you know, I was really struggling at a point in my life one time where I was in a, in a strange city at an airport, very depressed about my life and where it was going and what it was doing. And so what I did is I identified all the different roles that I played and I didn't separate them from personal and professional. I just, all of them. Right. So, you know, as a husband, I was a, a father, I was a son, but I was also a teacher. I was also wanted to be a leader and all these things. And so I, I just sat down and prioritized them. And then when and once I realized that, that's when I quit my job at the time because I realized I had put all these professional things that were oftentimes um, above the, the things that I really thought were more important, you know, like my family. <laughs> so um, so when I did that, I, I, I prioritized all these roles. And then what I did was I thought to myself, OK, what does what does a success in each of those roles look like? Hmm. Um, and I spent a lot of time typing that up. And so my personal vision statement is a little different than what Ray's is. Mm-hmm. Ray's is very concise. It's very, um, you know, how can I be inspirational to others or how can I be a light, light. to other people? Mine is a little bit more specific in each of these roles that I play. Hmm. But I did make sure that I typed it up. It looks really pretty. I framed it. <laughs> um, I have it 
in my bathroom every time, every morning that I get up and I think about my day and what I'm going to be doing and who I'm going to be encountering and the problems I might be trying to resolve that day. Um, and I, it, it keeps me more in line than my behavior in line to what it, I'm really trying to accomplish in that particular role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say this, you know, it's, it's, it's important, whether it's a, a really concise one like Ray's or one be a little bit more detail like mine. Um, the part about it that I think is so important is you got to use them, mm-hmm. right? You got to, you got to know what they are and you got to be able to uh, remind yourself every day that, Hey, this is what I'm trying to achieve. You know, just that in itself speaks to who we are mm-hmm. because y- you, you do take that long approach, you I know, that very yes. contextual approach and, you know, it's, it's intricate, it's, it's detailed, it, you know, and I'm just like, boom, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like drop the mic, I'm done. You know, everything is, um, but I will tell you the process for getting it that short, mm-hmm. um, it went through many iterations, oh, I'm sure. you know, till it was something that I could just immediately remember and say, and I could repeat it, mm-hmm. you know, um, in my head. Um, but it, it also, it, it allows me to determine what I'm going to do, what I'm not going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that I, I really like what you're saying here. And as this kind of even ties into what we talked about last week, this idea of uh, being able to know yourself well enough to think about, you know, what does inspire your success? What strengths do you bring? Um, who are you? What are your values? Because all of those things are what are what you will use then to kind of mold and shape in this process, whether it's Ray's, you know, um, long path, but with short statement or Dewey's, you know, still having a very analytical approach to it. You do you in the process of it, but you've got to have a very clear understanding of going last week's language, your blueprint mm-hmm. that will make that so. Because I think as we talked about last week in um, the episode, you know, Ray, you had mentioned that sometimes we create values based out of fear. So how how in the world could you reach a destination on a fear based value, you know, and that I think that would be hard. And for some reason, y'all right now, I am having this ongoing um, uh, image in my head of like the first thing that came to mind was like naked and afraid, you know, because they're always on this, like, they're always on this like venture to yeah. like, you know, yeah. find something safe and, you know, but, but when you talk about the mission part of it, right, they're on their mission to that final destination of completing however long in the, the desert or wherever they're at by themselves. Yeah. And so that's really it though. If I'm doing all that because I'm fearful that the, you know, if I don't do it, that I'm going to die without ever being on naked and afraid, you know, like that's not the right reason to do Mm -hmm. it. And so what an important consideration as you're considering the visions that you're making. Because then I think, you know, you could say it's your value, but your actions don't support it. Yeah. Um, You know, so you're engaging in, in, activities that aren't allowing you to really realize your your values yeah and in the um process that i described for mine 
um, what I found interesting was with all these different roles that I had, um, you started to see the same values pop up in a lot of them. And so that helped me that that brought me some um, a sense of security that brought me a sense of uh, relief, you know, that I kind of think I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of tools like I, I, I don't know where I mean, I, I know where you were in your career, mm-hmm. um, but I know Covey has an exercise similar to that. Um, so you can involve yourself in exercises and I you know just like Dewey did just like I did you know there was a lot of experimentation you know and I'd try something on and I'd wear that vision statement for a while and then I was just like eh, you know, it's not quite there. It's not quite there. You know, and in coaching, you know, we do some of that. Um, You know, one of the activities I use just to get people moving is, you know, called one year from now. Mm. And I ask everybody to everybody. I ask the client to really think about like you've made it. You are there. You are at the pinnacle of your leadership. You have realized all of the success and joy and fulfillment that you could possibly do or have. And then I just ask a series of questions like, who's around you? Mm -hmm. You know, what are you doing? How do you feel? You know, and, and so getting them in that space and then creating, you know, all of the things that surround it. Um, yeah, that's interesting because another approach is um, and this, you know, again, different people do different types of things about this, but write your own obituary. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine that you're you pass and that one of your employees or whoever is going to get up and give the eulogy at your funeral, what would you want that person to say about you as a leader? Because you can't get much further destination than that, right? Right. Um, so again, it's just, it's it's the same similar process, right? We're looking at the future and thinking about, you know, what does that look like? What does that destination look like? When I think about this, I guess I'm curious, and we spoke a little bit before we, we hopped on here, but we I asked the question, is it possible for your vision to change? And I think about this through seasons of life, through age and through um, knowledge, you know, and I used the example as I was talking to you about it is, you know, knowing that I have worked at a, a certain vision with a certain group for so long, you know, and you're like, OK, I've done enough, whether that be the volunteer work associated to it or any outside work or whatever it is. Can it can you finally say okay, like I am comfortable in the amount that I've achieved towards that vision and then recreate a new one? Or do you think that it's overarching and that everything you do would fall under that umbrella? It really is how you define it. And I think the the best way to approach that is if, if Dewey or you define it at the level of the organization or the role and that's how you define it and that's how you do it, do it. Right. That's you. Um, if, if you define it at the level that this guides everything in my life, not just my role as a leader, but my role as a spouse, a mother, a grandmother, you know, how am I being a light to others, either through my actions or by raising the awareness and consciousness of somebody else, you know, by getting them to shine, you know, see, see the light, so to speak, um, then be true to that definition. So I think, you know, my first question would be, how do you define vision? Right, right. Um, 
and to me, it, vision is destination. It's it's what you're trying to achieve. Um, it's what you're trying to um, get to, and it can take a lifetime sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think Ray's right. I think you've got to find a, a process that kind of works for you mm-hmm. um, with that. For me, there are certain roles that I have let go of. There are new roles that I am taking on. And so for me, um, I like to think about those roles and, and to think about, well, what does success really look like in that? Um, so for me, my vision has changed. I, I, um, I pull that little thing that I framed <laughs> down about every six months and I kind of review it and kind of go over it and think about, have I taken on new roles? Have I let other roles go? Um, and it has changed, you know, mm-hmm. for me, um, over the years a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say everything has changed in it, but certainly some of them have. Yeah. So as we start kind of wrapping this this up, I guess I want to just toss it. You know, this has been and I know I haven't contributed a lot to this conversation because it is still something that it feels very, I don't say confusing. I think I get the general gist, but it's that whole idea of what we talked about on last week's episode and always being in pursuit of your purpose versus being able to plant your stake and say, I know who I am and I'm going to start making action towards it. I could see how that's also very important in this space because you can say that to your vision and you can tell people that your vision, but if people don't actually see you making steps or strides towards that vision, I feel like that's going to completely derail your credibility. Well, it's the reason we have them, right? Right. Is to guide us. Um, And when we're guiding us, it's about our decisions, about our behavior. It's about how we are responding to other people, how we're interacting with other folks. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, it's one thing to have it, but if you never use it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, how many organizational visions are, you know, taped up on their walls, right. and, you know, right. and, and yet not a single person in that organization could tell you what the vision of this I've organization done that before. is. You know, I've gone into yeah. organizations before and see those kind of big signs and they spend a lot of money. Oh, gorgeous. Them, Aren't they? they frame them on the wall. Art. And, and then, um, you know, you go in and you ask, ask them, what is your vision? What yeah. is your mission? Like, why do you exist? And they can't tell. They it's like, can't oh, tell. you know, yeah. push papers from the side to the other. <laughs> well, I, I think that people, I mean, to that point, Ray, I think that people get get really down in the weeds sometimes on the day-to-day tasks. And it is hard to look up sometimes and to really kind of um, think of that compass, right? That guiding compass of where are we actually, what is the bigger picture of what I'm actually doing? That takes some intentional effort. To me, it's also though the role of leadership yeah. with an organizational vision that they have to translate. How does that, how do you as an individual in this organization contribute to that vision? Right. Um, and then to me, that is that role of leadership. I think is really important. Yeah. Back to Ray's custodian story there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah I he think that, knew. Yeah. He knew. Um, and I bet it's because people helped him realize it. Right. And he saw it for himself of what he was doing every day and how it was how it was contributing to curing cancer. Right. Right. Yeah. I that was the vision of the hospital and uh, it, it geared 
towards cancer. Um, so yeah, and it was repeated and it was, you know, when behaviors identified with that vision, they were talked about. And so it wasn't like once a year we, you know, mm -hmm. dusted off and like, oh, do we want to change this? Oh, okay. No, we'll leave it another five years, you know, when you're strap planning, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So it was consistent. It was frequent. It was, um, consumable. And, and leaders pulling out and recognizing when those yep. behaviors are in alignment with it. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a constant message. Well, what an interesting perspective to also take with your personal vision too, or your, you know, your leadership, uh, vision, because you also have to pull that out and dust it off sometimes and just do that, uh, inventory check. Like, how am I doing as it relates to this? Uh, cause again, you may think that you're doing it, but other people may not be seeing it and they, they may be, uh, perceiving it very different. So how, how do you kind of recheck yourself, you know, or even just that. the demands of your life, you know, sometimes will, yeah. will drag you maybe in different directions yep. as well. So, you know, coming back to it over and over and over again, I think is a really important step when you're, you know, most people think about a vision is just coming up with a statement, right? But it's a lot more about action. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, what, that's just the first part of it. You know, the more important part of it to me is how are you living um, and making decisions and guiding your behavior to help you achieve that mm -hmm. right that that's and that's an everyday exercise right but that's up to the individual absolutely because if that's truly your vision it's truly operating out of your who then you're not going to be swayed mm -hmm. so yep all right. Well, thank you all for the tips today on um, that firm foundation or the clouds in the sky. I liked that, too. <laughs> well, you know, um, but let me ask any other final thoughts before we wrap up. No, I, I, I just I to tie that back, because I do think if you don't have that strong foundation, then, you know, none of what's up in the sky will happen. So having that and and I love what you're doing with this series is kind of building from the ground up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what we got to do is... is um, Build from the ground up to reach the stars. stars. Oh, ooh, oh, there we go. There's a vision. Let's <laughs> write that down. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll change ours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this this series, again, my friends, is all about uh, leadership. It is starting from the blueprint all the way up to um, where we're going to end on week five. Um, we got five weeks of this. You're on week two check out week one make sure that you um, comment like uh, send us an email if you have questions mti at missouri.edu we really want your feedback on this series uh, we'd like to know uh, what you think and uh, that'll help us guide our decisions on how we move forward with episodes in the future so uh, until next time go be great Thanks for listening to The Weekly Workplace, hosted by the Missouri Training Institute. Dewey, Ray, and Brianna stand ready to connect with you and meet your training needs. Be sure to check out ways to contact them in the episode description or at mti.missouri.edu. Subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes automatically by tapping subscribe in your podcast player of choice. Hope to catch you on the next episode of The Weekly Workplace. Yes.